phones actually have pretty decent cameras, man. Pretty fantastic. Somebody else was also surprised by that. They were like, wow, what kind of cameras you guys use? I'm like, our cell phones. <laughs> Believe it or not, the, the worst angle is the one with the most expensive camera. <laughs> Oh, yours. The Osmo. Oh, the Osmo? Yeah. Poor little bastard. We like him the way he is. But I think we fixed some of the settings now. It'll be okay. And there's still so many more settings I can dive into with him. Yeah, I think that's the issue. We just need to... Osmo uh, is... You did not... If you were a salesperson for Osmo, you would have been fired, sir. I would have sold no Osmos. Yeah. Um, how do you... Tell are we recording? Me? We are. Ready? Ready? Oh, yeah, I get you. For reads. <laughs> this is going to be a tradition for you now. Yes. We're going to blow the budget. Wait, put it in front of the mic because there's nothing on the back. you got to put it like right out here in front of the mic. There you go. <laughs> Ready? The budget is just blown from this point on. <laughs> wow. Oh, my, sir. That's so good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that is pretty good. Woo! This is the guy who literally... Ladies and gentlemen, if you have watched the other episodes of the podcast, this is the guy who would basically drink toilet water if you told him it was better than foreign country tap water, which maybe, to be real, it is. It currently is. But this is the guy who argued about water and the quality thereof for arguably, I don't know, 10 minutes we went on about that, and then it just ended with (laughs) inappropriate. We get a little (laughs) ridiculous sometimes. Yeah. <clears throat> That's okay. Now I've got him on liquid death. It's tasty, but more importantly, it sounds correct. Yeah. Dude, I like the little angle you're doing with your mic right there. Like, here I am all basic and square. I, you're supposed to be the square one, not me. I think out of boxes. <sighs> I'm not meant to be put in your box. That's okay, Benny. Can I tell you what I did last night? Yeah, absolutely, dude. Three hours. In front of my fireplace. Jerking off. Listening to the same <laughs> sad piano song. Two-minute-long piano song on repeat for three hours. Dude, what the fuck, man? Now I can't get the idea of you in the fucking fireplace butt-ass naked. <laughs> <laughs> for three hours? Oh, God. The more frustrating part is I didn't come for three hours. <laughs> yeah, wow, that would be miserable. <laughs> That's enough of the faces. That's nightmare fuel if I've ever seen it. That's that's enough. I'm going to cut right into that. I just want you to know. I will edit that. And I will <laughs> cut directly to your face. <laughs> yeah. Ah, that's funny, man. Good laughs. Good laughs. I'm, I'm in a good mood today, man. I, I had uh, just a touch base back on our... You want to turn that one on? <laughs> to touch base. <laughs> you want me to turn something on? <laughs> Can't do it. Apparently, can't be serious this morning. It's okay. We're all, we're we're very serious all of the time. It he's, feels he's dead. Ah, perfect. That's okay. Boom. Shaka laka. But yeah, I, I'm in a I'm in a chipper mood this morning, sir. I I'm slept a, good. The holiday season was good. I how were your my, holidays? I hurt myself last night. Yeah. I stayed up way too late. I cleaned up the things I shouldn't have cleaned up, and I was like, "All right, I'll be fine in the morning." How nice. Yeah, that's cool, man. <clears throat> it's a hell of a it. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Shall we get started? Yeah. Hello, guys. Welcome to the Little Pricks Podcast. Hey, you. We've got Devin here. What's up? We've got me, Fareed, here ready to dive into a couple of topics. We want to take a chance to kind of catch up from the holidays because we yeah. have been 
out and about. Dude, it was busy. Wow. Yes, it was. So busy. But good. It was, it was really good. good. Yeah. It was a really good holiday season. How was yours, man? Tell me, tell me about yours. Um, I, th- I got everything I wanted. Oh, that's what he thinks about. Oh, that's what it is. No, mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I got everything <laughs> I wanted. Little brat kid. I got everything I wanted. I got to see my grandma. Oh, here we go. Now he's like, I'll make him feel like an asshole. <laughs> I got to spend time with all of my family. Mm. People I that's didn't think I'd see in the same room. Yeah, dude, that's together. actually huge. <clears throat> They're, that's so hard to do. I got to have a very uh, in-depth and emotional conversation with someone that was very important. Yeah, wow. I got everything I wanted, just about. Should Call it a ninety-eight percent. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Good I for did. you. I, this this year, out of the park, huh? Out of the home park. run. Home man, run. Good for you, dude. You're sitting here thinking I got material things. Yeah, no, I was giving you a hard time. Were you? Yeah. Because it just seems like you're backpedaling now. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Maybe a tiny bit. Maybe a little bit. You just wanted your toys. Right. I got those two. spoiled kid. I got those too. Did you? Yeah. What was your favorite? I got a Lego. A GT, Ford GT Lego set. Wow. Yes. Holy shit, man. I was, that was, I was not expecting that. Like, I was expecting... I don't know, maybe like a uh, nice watch or something, or you got a nice uh, suit jacket, or you got um, some uh, hairstyling cream or something. You're like, I got a four GT Lego, Lego set. set. It was a Technics. I assembled it in like three sittings. Dude, it's I feel like, like those things take a long time. They Especially do. Like a four GT. Oh yeah. Depending on like how detailed it's it like was. Like fourteen hundred pieces. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just really good at Legos. I'd say. Like when I put the, when I retired from Legos at the age of the ripe age of twelve. Yeah, I was really good at them. Yeah. Sounds that like was... you came out of retirement, sir, at the ripe age of 32. I have come out of retirement <laughs> because yeah. I, I was definitely called out by the fact that um, I was like, last year, they, they told me, like, last year we gave you another Lego set. Where is that one? Oh, is no. that one assembled? Oh, no. And I was like, it's alas, on, it is not. It's, a, it's on display, unassembled in the box, you know, for posterity. Right. And they're like, assemble it yeah and i said okay and so i knocked out both of them in five sittings wow that's yeah. a lot i got a vinyl player i'm pretty stoked about that i saw your vinyl player dude it's isn't awesome. that cool there's a nostalgia especially um just like the kind of overall look of my apartment right now fits the aesthetic. It, it, oh it just fits the aesthetics so does much. that mean that you now have a record player that was bought in 2014 2014 what a reference only i'll understand and i love that i was gonna say i was like do tell i'm confused there's a song called i got a record player that i bought in 2014 it's a great little song it's a great little ditty all right fair fair and you should listen to it you'll be like that's cute Hmm. that's adorable i'll try that out but yeah otherwise man holidays were great uh it was a healing time it was a really heal this was the best you know, holiday season I have had for quite honestly as long as I can remember. I saw on social media. Yeah, you did it great. Was pretty good, man. I and do. did you did you see the picture? I'll put it right here. <laughs> just, I got that dog in me. I saw that. Did you see that, dude? That was supposed to be a gag gift. Ellie <laughs> bought that for me, and she was like, "That was just supposed to be funny." Like, she was just <clears throat> thinking, "Oh well, if he doesn't wear it a ton, like I, I get it. It's just a silly shirt. I love it. I, I should have worn you. it today. What the fuck? 
I should have worn it today. I I'll, I'll wear it next episode. I'll do it. I have a question for you. All right. Did any of your family reach out or vice versa? They did not, actually. Okay. The ones I'm no contact with. I still talk with all my siblings. I still talk to my aunt and uncle and my mom's parents. So, But they did not reach out. They don't really have a way, to be honest. Are they blocked? You. Yeah. Oh, so, so we don't know if they reached out. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I did think of them. I did think of them warmly. I did. I do wish them well. I hope that they had a good holiday also. Um, but no. No, I did not. I did not talk to any, any of the... I think there's a lot of healing that's probably required in that area, which brings us to today's topic, which is time and does it heal? Yeah, you know, and that's such a widespread saying, man. And I'm not positive how that got so widespread. I'd be curious to know. But does time heal all wounds? No, I think I think that's bullshit. I think if that were true, you'd be better by now, you know? Sorry, I didn't mean to drop a ball that heavy right at the beginning of the episode. Am I not okay? <laughs> well, it's true, right? Like people are like, "Oh yeah, time this, time that. Just wait a little while longer; it'll start to feel better." Well, it doesn't always. I just think it's such bullshit. So, like, we pose the question: Does time heal all? Mm-hmm. I think I definitely agree with you in the sense that time does nothing, so to speak. Right? There's nothing no. specific about time that not does really. healing, mm-hmm. right? So the question well, then... Well, t- time without utilizing the time, I think, yeah. Yeah, so the question becomes posed, like, why do people say it? And they use it mm-hmm. as such like a, like a quick little quip they just throw out there for you, right? And maybe that's why they say it. I don't know. It's kind of an easy answer. It's a quick answer. doesn't have to be super in-depth. You don't have to talk about the real ways that you probably need to process grief or, or deal with whatever issue you have at that <clears throat> given moment. It feels like a really nice canned response on the Hallmark yeah. card. Sure. Yeah. Hey, yeah. don't worry. Give it time. Right. Trauma, here's a Hallmark card. Time heals all. <laughs> Do you feel better yet? Right. Just give it time. Yeah. Yeah, Looking it definitely feels question. like some card you pick up off of the shelf. It's very generic. It's very cookie cutter. It'll sink in. Give it time. Right. No. Um, I think that is just generic advice that people throw out there. Because it does have some semblance of, of truth. Right? Uh it's just not time itself that does the healing is the problem. Yeah. It's, it's that I, I once heard someone say that, again, it's not time that heals, but it's the fact that your problem is sitting there, and as time grows around it, you have more space between you and the problem. See, and I, and I just don't buy that either. You know, that, that one, like I'll even use myself for an example, right? We, we did the holiday episode. And we recognize that in my own life, I had something so deeply buried or got so much distance so away deep. from the so deep. yeah the trauma that so I, far and down. The, the negative experiences that I feel around the holidays that I was so kosher about. I was like, oh yeah, holidays just aren't for me. I'm just gonna pick up and work extra. And and you, Ellie, other friends were like, why? What, what is wrong, wrong with, you? with you? Like, why would you do that? And I'm like, I just don't dig the holidays, man. Relax. And they're like, no. No. And then I, I did. And it and, and again, like I said, the holidays this year were healing. It was the best that I've had and honestly as long as I can remember. So I, I don't buy that one either. I think that yes, you can convince yourself, you can trick yourself that you've gotten away from that pain and that you've healed from that pain, but realistically you just got distance from oh, it. Oh, I agree. I, I I agree with you wholeheartedly on that one. I think that <clears throat> people do say that because it is true. 
that you start to life starts to grow around the problem and you yeah. grow enough distance around it that for most people it's like i'm all better and you're not. everything is fine now right and it's a facade it's a facade it's a house built on paper foundation <laughs> have we been there before well, sure. I mean, I yes. can admit that. The answer is yeah. yes. I was going to say, We've I've both been there. been there before. Yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt. We both sit there pretending like everything is just fine now. Don't worry. I was going to say, yeah, move your mic farther away, sir. You talk too loudly. It hurts. I just scream. Is yeah. this good? It is, but you might want to lower it down. There you go. Cool. I've got a record player that I bought in 2014. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> I don't know. Did you make it up or did you no, hear it No, it's somewhere? a real song. Oh, wow. It's on my phone. Somebody in the comments tell me, enlighten me, because I have no idea. It's for your record player. No, um, it, I think time does give you the ability to have uh, perspective. That's the first thing that's really important. I agree right? with that, yeah. That, so that might be one of the reasons why people say that time heals all. But I think if you're not careful and if you're just using time, carte blanche, blank slate, you right. can run into the problem where you start to build your own narratives. Oof. And you yeah. start to color things. And you really, instead of um, healing from it, you start yeah. to just create your own world around it, around the problem. And with time, your your brain legitimately yeah. creates its own new reality. No doubt. Yeah. So with that, I would say, as far as navigating the way to heal around the problem instead of getting distance from it, uh, I wanted to bring up the five stages of grief. And, and obviously, I mean, we could do hours. So I'm not going to take like a super deep dive into all of the five stages, but I'll cover them briefly. And, and I, I think that that is what heals. Like, I think you need time to navigate these five stages of grief. And maybe that's what people mean sometimes, but I think a lot of the times that's not what people mean. So I think inside of having that time, you need to navigate the first stage, which is denial. Or another common way to describe this stage of grief is uh, that numb feeling or like dissociating a little bit. Dissociating. Yeah, just complete and total denial. So that's number one. Number two is anger, a very real and you know, rational emotion to feel around a situation of loss or trauma or some other third thing. Then you have number three, the bargaining. That's where you get the what ifs, right? Like, what if I'd have done this? What if they had done that? What if, what if? So that's the bargaining stage. Depression is number four, another very common and rational emotion to feel. But um, number five is acceptance. And I think that's where people are like, Oh, acceptance is this or acceptance you just lay down and, and forget about it. And it's not necessarily that you forget about it. And it and to be quite frank, and I think this is the part that hangs up a lot of people, and I would argue that this is where a lot of people get stuck in this stage of acceptance. It, acceptance is just learning to live again. Sometimes it's not always getting over it or the pain finally goes away. It's just you just learn to live again, man. It's it's not always it's just simply what it says. It's just acceptance, accepting what is and learn to live with it and learn to live again. So and that is usually one of the hardest ones, I'd say. And that's why I said I think that's why a lot of people struggle and get stuck in that stage. I think you can get stuck in any of these stages. I, I would say likely, including myself, and, I, and I'll call myself out even on it. It's the acceptance. That's where it's hard to move on from. And maybe even learning to live there is more of the answer than anything i don't know what do you think i I think you're right the the hard part about that acceptance is that you now have to view your world in a different light 
think it's, you, it's, it's true acceptance forces you to do that. Yeah. Well, because things have changed, right? right? Things Let's, have changed, if, it's, man. if it's a death or the end of a relationship or it's anything, yeah. Your friend having betrayed you, you mm-hmm. now have to view the world differently. Yep. You got to put before, on that different lens, man. The, yeah. Before your lens was colored with the, the, the beauty <clears throat> of whatever was the situation. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good and, point. And now you don't have that anymore. You have to reframe your mindset. Yeah. Which I would say brings us to the next portion of that, right? Where it's, yeah. okay, so time clearly does not heal all, right? Stuff yeah, just time grows itself around just, yeah, problems. Yeah, no doubt. So the main question you have to ask is, how can we effectively use time as a tool to heal all? Because mm. time's going to happen regardless. That's how we It's going question, to pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, how do we use it to our advantage so that we can really benefit from it in some way, shape, or form? And I would actually go back to... Um, the two things earlier we were talking about, obviously yeah. the five stages of grief. Yeah, that's a good one for sure. <clears throat> and we know now that things are going to grow around it, right? Around yeah. the problem. Okay. We also know that we run the risk of creating our own brand new narrative to help ourselves feel better about it. And I think the real goal is to avoid falling into the pitfall of coloring it your way mm-hmm. and taking time to process it. Yeah. Because I, I think this goes back to an, a prior episode of ours, the cost of change, right? Oh. Yeah, man, that was a good one. That was a that was a good one. She was heavy. It's the most popular so far, actually. That one's heavy. by like a large margin. It's our most popular. It's such a heavy topic, but it's a good one, though. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about a lot of really good things, man. But I think we use that as the basis on how to get over wounds. Yeah. Right. Because it's a forced change. Yeah. Now, you can remain hurting if you decide you don't want to leave that space, if you don't want to change. Hmm. And pain is an amazing motivator. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> yeah, it is. That's why in like some of the previous episodes, I say I, I, I welcome pain. Head, head, head strong. Good. Straight on, I'll, I'll face pain because, God, it's such a good motivator. That is like something. I think I said it to you, right? We're, Probably. It's something, that, it's something that we... That we uh, we we see as a strong thing in our faith, right? Mm. In our faith, we see pain is not something you should run from. Yeah. It's something you should utilize. Pain is a gift in many ways, right? And that one hurts, right? Especially when you're in the pain. It's hard to hear that. It's hard for me to hear it, and I'm not even necessarily actively in pain. I'm like, no, it's not a gift. It's a, it, I know, but, but it's, it's truly a gift. Now, we obviously yeah. have... <clears throat> Excuse me. Hold on. No, you're good. Now, obviously, for religious people, we use pain as a little bit of a different tool, right? Right. Um, We believe that uh, pain should help bring you closer to your creator. Hmm. And by doing that, taking shelter and using that to strengthen you Hmm, and to bring you towards results, right? I could see that, yeah. That is the goal. Come find your shelter in in your creator. And, and grow from there, right? Try to find the healthy things. If you look into your holy book, um, right. it'll give you the answers on how to heal. Tip, and realistically for us, it's pretty healthy the way they it's, it's recommended in there. You obviously don't have to be religious to find healing. Right. I just, Imagine. I find, I just find that for me and right, sure. people in my boat tend to find that to be very cathartic. Yeah. And I'd doubt. almost be willing to bet that religious people tend to find easier time in healing. Really? 
only because we have like direct instructions in front of us. Hmm. Maybe so. Like, you know, that's the unfortunate part about people who don't have any kind of strong faith is like we are loaded with instructions on what to do in different things, right? That I don't know if you ever saw the uh, the Love Guru. Um, sounds familiar. It's such a funny movie, man. It was a Mike, Michael Myers movie, um, and he was a guru, right? Right. Kind of a – he was like a semi-fraud but not, right? Mm. And uh, he he has all these like weird um, – what are they called? A- a- when you have a – you spell out a word and each letter has a meaning. <clears throat> Well, either way, he was. Uh, I can't remember the word. <laughs> I'm for lost, it right now. sir. It's a, it's not an anagram. It's uh yeah. It's just it's it's. Uh, a, either way, for him, okay. spit it out. <laughs> can't spit it out. So spit annoyed. it out, sir. He goes Bible, basic instructions before leaving Earth. Oh, for fuck's sake! It's so God, funny. I was trying to keep it together and being respectful, but Jesus. But I mean, it's not. What the fuck? I mean, it's funny, right? That's, no, it's, it's comedic, but it's like not wrong in the context for religious people. Right. Right. But pretty much just for religious people without getting into a large debate here. Well, I mean, I mean, take the word God out, right? Sure. And you could use a lot of that information still. That's the point of it. That's the point, right? And take your son up to the mountain and ax that motherfucker out of love for me. He, and he, he says no at the end. Oh, yeah, right, right. Right as he has the fucking hatchet up in the air about to wax this motherfucker. And then he says, wait, wait. Gotcha. <laughs> You're the man, though. Well, hold Love you. As you shit on that, right? Relate that back to this topic. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's going to hurt, though. The point is, <clears throat> to get across hard things, massive sacrifices are required at times. No, oh, God. I, I, mm. I'm not. Uh-uh. Sure. The point of the meaning is sometimes sacrifice is required. What that sacrifice is. Who knows? All right. right. <laughs> the point is, sometimes you have to do things you don't want All to right, do. All right, Fareed. Religious yeah. bandwagon over, buddy. I gave you the light as long as I could. Hop <laughs> the fuck off, bud. <laughs> I'm just saying, we have instructions that are really easy to read at times. Right. Murder your children, folks. That's how you heal. That's how you get better. And hopefully God calls it off at the last moment. Luckily, he doesn't talk to us like that anymore, so right. we're okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, where were we? <clears throat> It's the sleep deprivation. <laughs> God. Um, okay. Where were we for real? No, we were just talking about how yeah. we use time effectively, right? Jesus, that's where we were. That's how far we've gone from that. <laughs> what you're saying? Say the saying. Do the saying. What? Do the saying. What's the saying? If I ever say do the saying, you should know what that means by now. I've asked you multiple times. That's hard to tell. <laughs> Which one? Remind me. Every day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Every day we stray farther from God's grace. Yes! That one gets you, huh? It's just so funny how you say it. God. I love it. Yeah, to yeah. me, it just makes me so happy. I'm so happy for you, buddy. God, you even look like a preacher. Christ Almighty. No, I don't. I look handsome. No, you look like a preacher. I'm not a preacher. I'm not a Christian. <laughs> well, tough break, buddy. That's what you look like. Um, welcome to our Bible study. <laughs> fucking hell. Focus free. Come on, I need buddy. a minute. I just need to reach that minute. I think you do, yeah. Just give me a- <sighs> I just had a, a little giggle fest inside of me, man. That's okay. I buddy. think that was needed. I felt yeah. like a mild headache, but it's okay. You always have a headache, sir. It's because it's like the, the last few times we've done this, I've just been like punishment nights. 
Yeah. That's all. That's that's on me. But before we start again, my tablet is back up and running. Mm-hmm. Um, was Osmo still recording? Oh, yeah. Okay. We're good on that one. Um, oh, well, there's no internet here, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that, but yeah, playing silly. some solitaire over there. <laughs> I mean, that's about all you can get done with that thing. Um, <clears throat> so back to how it can effectively use time to heal. Right. And I think that, you know, probably not only researching, but exploring those five stages of grief. And, you know, it's always played out in this order. It's always in the order of denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. But I would like to argue that Doesn't it's always not come always that in that order. Nope. And sometimes, like, you might go back move to depression, but then go back to anger, then back <clears throat> to bargaining, and then just denial all in itself so uh, it's not necessarily all in that order it's a decent way to lay it out but you know it's okay if you don't go in that order there can be a lot of back and forth there too yeah i've seen i've seen i've seen myself uh, jump from denial to depression to you know angry all of a sudden you're like mm-hmm. what is what why i would even argue that i've jumped from like denial to acceptance back and forth like thought i was moving on thought i was going to acceptance and then just straight up nope numb, boom hurt yourself numb denial then it's, probably it, some anger after it's that really a shame too but it, it's it is what it is it's, it's part of the it process is, man you know and you can't be hard on yourself during that time yeah that's <clears> the biggest thing i would say the biggest thing is if you understand You've suffered a loss yeah. that you're reeling from, mm-hmm. and you've made the conscious, intentional choice to use time to help you heal as a tool and yeah. not let time pass you by to let the problem kind of get further out of the lens. Right. You're already miles ahead of anything else. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so time is just an element. It's just a part of it. It's an ingredient in the recipe, you know? It's also the red herring for most people. Yeah. People believe it's just time. No, it is not. It's not, man. Time is just a great constant. And I think that's how people get to the realization and they say, fuck, like it's been years. Why don't I feel better? Why has nothing changed? I can tell you right now that I went through that. Wow. Yeah. Did you really? I did. Just like had the sudden epiphany that, holy shit, it's been years. Why don't I feel better? Yes. Wow. Yes. I, I mean, do I do share if you will, but you don't yeah, have to. Yeah, it was, it was, it was part of the, part of the cost of change. We discussed it, but yeah, um, I had been hung up on emotions after a breakup Ooh. and I never understood why I had moved on, dated new people. Yeah. And, and then. You know, I just thought to myself, I, I had done a lot of things to get over it. Sure. Lots of things. I sought out therapy. I had sought out um, giving it just space. I'd sought out, you know, writing things down, talking to myself about it, you know, lots mm. and lots of different things. Yeah. Hmm. It wasn't until I realized it was that childhood trauma, right, that I had experienced that really had me kind of yeah. hinged there. Man, so but, multifaceted, all these things. I know, right? But, but it was because I hadn't taken a moment to... St- to, to look at what hurts, right? Yeah. What is hurting in me? Yeah. What actually is it? And that, yeah. And then all of a sudden, and this is actually where it's really interesting. All of a sudden, the moment um, I, I dealt with that childhood trauma, it was like a rubber band snapback. Oh, Psh! yeah. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, all that time I put in between us, boom, instant fix. Yeah. Because time had passed. The problem was far enough away. 
And then I realized it was never really the problem mm-hmm. because I'd colored it my own way. Yeah. It was never really the problem. It's a dangerous game, man. Oh, terribly dangerous game. You have to take a ruthless and relentless ideology in fixing the things that hurt because yeah. pain is the only mechanism our mind and body have to notify us something is wrong. And for, to change it, make it stop. Yes, make it stop. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, man, this is, wow. You had another saying that I loved Yeah. Uh, during that? your recovery and healing what was that oh well there's a few there's you a had, lot that i like but you it's, had it's one that you would say it was just yours mm. um it's about a relentless pursuit yeah okay i was gonna say give me some kind of direction yeah the relentless pursuit of a better version of myself and and because it is Love constant that. it's constant right that that's where it works for me and that's where the motive where i draw the motivation for me is that Sometimes we get in the mindset or the frame of mind where it's just this goal. We're very goal-oriented, and that's good. Like it, As humans, it helps us solve a lot of problems. But in healing, quote-unquote, I, I, don't, I don't ever try to get to the destination of healed or you know happy or some of these other things because sometimes we get in that chase of that and then it's like because we've made it a destination you never actually get the happiness fully you never actually heal it's just more of a constant it's a slow burn it's I, something you work on i want to make a small case here though yeah to the contrary okay finally some contrarian to you uh, <laughs> i've been all agree in all agreement with you this time um i think if you're not careful yeah People tend to fall into the pitfall of always healing. I'm always healing. No, you yeah. are not. Well, not always healing, just always working that relentless pursuit of There's a better a version pursuit, of yourself. But, you know? but I, I want people to remind themselves sometimes that healing is a phase, and phases end. Hmm. After a while, the wound heals, it scars over, it is stronger than it was before. Leave it alone. Anatomically speaking, that's not correct. I know, I know. This scar tissue is always a little small. But the point of, that's what the point of scar tissue is. supposed to make it a little bit stronger. And actually, why do you think we, um, uh, professional like fighters, for example, Mm -hmm. will will break the hell out of their bones and kicking to scar it over to make it stronger? It thickens. It does make it stronger to an extent. That is the intent of scarring. That is different, sir. Okay. That is well, different that's, than that's the point. Is what I'm trying to make. The <laughs> they point do not is, break their bones. Yeah, they do. They microfractures. Yeah. When like when kick a pole or something. Or uh, well, bags usually, yeah. but you you kick stuff and your bones will break. Microfractures and they heal stronger than they were before. Hmm. Well, I just was gonna say, is that where you feel like you've been stuck in your life? Because I I think, you know. You're very passionate about this. I don't want to. I don't want to be healing. I don't want to be uh, staying in this healing phase. And I, is that somewhere you feel like you've been stuck before, or you've observed other people be stuck? Is yeah, I've observed saying? people get stuck, and it's not that I don't want to be healing. It's that you want to be constantly healing. It, yeah, I think you need to move past that over time, and then get to experience life again in different ways. You need the acceptance stage, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big part, right? Like all this here. The first four steps are that healing. Mm. Right, because that denial, it's the processing stage, right? The anger, you're going through everything in your head, and you're like, no, that's not right. how that goes, right? Right. Your bargaining says, well, what could I have done to fix it, uh-huh. right? And then your depression is like that first step of accepting that, like, you've sealed a fate of some sort, Yeah. right? Yeah. And then the acceptance and going, okay, 
this all kind of makes sense now? Am I happy with it? No, but hmm. I, 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 uh, it is what it is. Yeah. I just think that I don't like the idea of being stuck anywhere. Life is about moving forward. Life is about growth. Yeah, no doubt. But I think also, consequently, <clears throat> trying to like move past it, do those things is where people like, you know, we talk about the concept of time and how important it is in healing and in, you I'm, know, I'm utilizing gonna, it in a way. Hold on. And utilizing yeah. it in a way to heal and process through these things. And if you if you don't use it adequately and you try to rush through it and you don't spend that adequate amount of time in the healing phase, I think that's where you'll have that realization that you look back and you're like, fuck, it's been years. I wanna, and I still haven't moved on, like actually haven't moved on, you know. I want to interject and use you as an example. Okay. Because you are really good at it. Yeah. You were very intentional. Oh, yeah. And no you doubt. defined it like, hey, I am now in a stage of change, growth, and healing. Yeah. You were very, very intentional. You were very clear about it. Yeah. And you were like, I don't know when I'll be done, but I'll know when I'm done. Yeah, I think so. And you I were. <laughs> I watched Are you ever done is the question. You know, that's where, that's where you get. You can, I mean, you can finish a project and still want to make changes. That doesn't make sense. How are you finished with a project if you want to make changes? I mean, you can look at things over time. Like you build a car. It's done. I might go change that back later, right? Mm. Uh, maybe I want to do that now. Come out with a new version. Not even come out with a new version, yeah. right? You like you've, the, you've, the, the C8 Corvette comes out. It's still the Corvette. Yeah, it's still a Corvette. It's still a finished product. But I meant more like a project car, right? Like I build, oh. I build out my vehicles, for example, and I'm like, that eh, looks great. Then like yeah. maybe six months later, I'm like, I could make a couple of changes. Now my life has changed. Things look a little different, right? Maintenance, right? Yeah. Small adjustments. But no, I was very impressed by how you went about it and the way you spoke about how you made your changes. Right. And I, I actually look at that time very fondly for mm. you. And I use that as a very good example for myself, right? Because as long as you're actively aware of what you're doing you're making decisions to better yourself and that kind of guides you in that healing yeah. that to me was impressive i was just very impressed by you nice yeah and likewise man i mean hey you know you you had that moment you had that pivotal moment where you hit that threshold and said no more it was a deer, moment yeah yeah that bad yeah nah, i don't think you were like deer in the headlights oh yeah yeah oh it, uh, it was like <laughs> So, I remember the sound it made. So the word, the word of advice from Little Pricks Podcast, everyone, don't be like Freed and get the. <laughs> I'll have to edit that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, that's good. Man. Yeah. So I, I think to summarize, Freed, to summarize, does time heal all wounds? No. No. That's horseshit. Utilizing your time in a way that actually helps you navigate. And determine and uproot the source of your pain, I think, is what heals wounds. I agree. Agreed with you. I completely uproot. agree. Saying time heals all is like saying the power drill builds the house. Yeah, it insane. doesn't. It does not. It is the it tool. It is a tool to get there. It, yes. is, it is an avenue. You know. So use your time wisely, friends. Give yourself some time. Understand that growth is not linear. You know, these five stages of grief don't always have to be in the order that they are displayed. And at the end of the day, don't be like Fareed and <laughs> do the thing. Yeah, don't be like that. 
if it works. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> and if it happens to you, make sure it happens earlier on than later on. Yeah. Don't wait hopefully. six years. Yeah. Right? Valid. That's, that's the biggest thing. Face your problems head on. But don't let been... time take you away. Go with time. Wow. Good one. Thanks. Just, whew, need to edit some dust in here. Yes. I don't, I don't know if I can do that or not, but I'll try. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for listening to our podcast. And it was a little bit, it was a bit of a journey. Yeah. I would say we got, we went to different places. Yeah. Um, we love you all. We thank you for all the support you've been giving us. Please keep it's commenting. Awesome. Keep reaching out. Need some emails. Y'all slacking on the emails. I Comment, need more of those. like, subscribe, and please share us with your friends. Yeah, we're on all platforms. If you like us at all as people, please <laughs> show us to other people. Well, if you like me. <laughs> please <laughs> share if you like Devin right he feeds on this right without it he withers and dies right my he life does, depends on it he does the editing he wants to feel like he has purpose yeah dude the, it's getting better though it's faster fantastic yeah you're doing but yeah, a great job like 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 subscribe everyone and hit the notification bell yeah. thank you guys till next time peace I'm Fareed this is Devin adios see you later <laughs> That's enough of the faces. That's nightmare fuel if I've ever seen it. <clears throat> I was not fine in the morning. Now you seem to be dragging ass pretty bad. I'm only dragging half an ass. Oh, God. I'm writing down our notes. Oh, I have notes also. <laughs> Terrible. Mm. Effective ways to tell a story or to convey information. Right. That's all it is. You like that? I took off a live since you didn't like live. I appreciate that. Yeah. You could have changed it to love every Friday. Why is it on Eastern time? Because most people are going to be on Eastern Standard Time, man. Fuck those people. Like that covers a large part of the country. But most of our audience is Mountain Standard. I don't believe that, actually. We have four people in West Virginia that listen. That's not true. The rest are in Tucson. I don't know, man. I think you'd be surprised. Did you see the Facebook page was getting up to like well over 100? I saw that 109 last I checked last night. It's like 115 now. Oh. That's sweet, dude. I'm so excited. Thank well, you all. We need to post more content on the Facebooks. Yeah, I think so. It's just it's hard to be the editor and the social media runner. You want to take over Facebook? Yeah, but I need to get the content from you. I'll post it, yeah. but you need to be like, hey, I created these videos, and this is for you. Cherish it. Put it on the Facebook, and I will do that. You I like your how like, slowly rings. you're just, wait, what? What about Satanism? Your Satanic rings are just staring at me. You like it? Mm -mm. I meant to tag the grub in that one episode where you were very freaked out by their sticker on my water bottle. Not again. You know, remember the... I yeah. remember. Yeah. We don't got to talk about him again. It's okay. I'll edit it in here, and then I'll tag the grub on this episode. Ooh, I, can, I can watch us. We're looking so good. Yeah, my posture is fantastic this morning. Wow. It's usually not. It's usually god-awful. It's never awful. You're no. Devin. You're perfect. Wow. Whisper it in my ear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did have someone tell me last night, they're like, your voice puts me to sleep so comfortably. No doubt. I wow. was like, oh, God. Wow. <laughs> I'm just hearing this a lot lately.